0: About trying to figure out what it's all about, excellent Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: That was great. Sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven. My cell prestige with my partner in crime, Long Island raised, Elm City made, EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? One of the most incredible things out there about spring is the opportunity to go
0: outside, the opportunity to engage with nature and the beauty that is there. It goes so far back in the annals of American history that there was once two bears that would go through the parks and they would take picnic baskets. And those bears were celebrated from one end to the other. And the art of the picnic was glorious. Now, the reason why I'm talking about a picnic is because it's an opportunity for us to come together it is an opportunity for us to break bread, it is an opportunity for us to embrace the weird and go forward. And for all those that know me, know I enjoy it. That is weird. So today we have the amazing person that had the idea to take a picnic and make it a competition. So you know we're definitely got to be in. So once you put your hands together, not if you're driving, if you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2 we don't need any accidents, but mentally put your hands together. The incredible Martin with
2: a Y, Mendick. Hello, welcome, Benvenue, welcome. Hey, um, yeah, and just uh, to be clear too, this wasn't just my idea. Uh, this was uh, an event in York City by a group called Shadow Traffic two years prior. Um, and that is really a fantastic time. They really set a high precedent that we're trying to match with this event in New Haven. Mm-hmm. Now, now
0: this, this is super interesting because one, um, one of the least competitive things I'd ever think of would be like a picnic. Um, you know, it's just something where you go and, and you either have a good time with a significant other or your friends or different things like that, or you go because you're lonely and you want to read a book. Um, but from the competitive aspect, where, what is the competition behind this? Like, what's, what is the, the, the truest format?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's really us uh, encouraging everyone who wants to picnic to bring out all the stops, right? And so there isn't a single format, but the general idea is that every picnic should have some sort of theme. um, And that really should, we encourage, uh, should include costumes, should include thematics of everything from the picnic blanket to the food. Um, And then on that note, every picnic should also have a picnic food and a picnic game. And that's really to help everyone engage as a community with each other's picnics, to give something out to everyone. Um, and, and the competition really comes in with us, the judges, walking around, talking to everyone, uh, encouraging them to be their most boisterous, most like crazy selves, most artistic selves, um, and go from there.
0: So again, you, you kind of j- you jumped the gun. And I, l- I love this aspect. Um this is an event for the creatives. This, you know, there there has been such an amazing boom of of creative energy that has come through New Haven um, and such an incredible art community that that is out here. What made you decide that, you know, this was something that was needed? Again, off of of a model from, you know, two years prior in a completely different space, what made you think that this this is the energy that New Haven needs? And let me just tell you, I fully believe you.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you're not the first person to say that like New Haven needs this energy, right? Um, I mean, I actually just moved to Connecticut last year and I sort of, I miss these kinds of events. And I'd still go to them in New York City, but I feel like there is such a big artist community here and there are so many people who are passionate about creating things. Um, and there is a sort of, you know, there does exist this arts community that uh, tends to be very small and local and small arts events or also larger events that are usually paid, that there's more of a focus on kinds of the exchange of goods. Um, Mm -hmm. But decommodification is so important when it comes to art, I think, Um, that you can create just for the sake of creation. I call it kind of like chaotic creativity. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what I want to encourage here is that you can just make things to give away to other people, and then it removes the aspect when you're going into a space of now I need to exchange something for what everyone else is making and just makes Mm. it more of a focus on, I'm going to make the craziest, weirdest thing that I've always wanted to.
0: I absolutely love that because, you know, again, people can get lost in the aspect of, you know, learning how to monetize their art. That's something that we talk about on the show all the time. It is super important when you are seeking a career in the arts and different things on that, that aspect but that doesn't mean you can't be creative just to create um, and really the opportunity to create can be so soul healing you know whether you know you are at a full-time creative that makes a career out of this or you are somebody who just needs a couple of hours you know to build something or create something or make something or whether it be you know strumming on a guitar or you know, building this incredible, you know, structure in your backyard that the birds can go to. Um, having that different type of connection and and that build aspect is so important for the soul. Um, and that actually, again, it seems like you have all the liner notes and where we're going to go question-wise because you're kind of answering my questions before I ask them. Um, so unlike a lot of things that you'll see in any type of area, this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. There, you know, um, there is no way, you know, you're not looking to become a multi-billionaire off of exploiting the the picnic culture. Um, so what made you kind of really go through and, and really you're donating your time for this cause. And for those that don't know, I happen to be privy to some of the behind the scenes stuff. There's a lot of hours that go into the planning of this. There's a, has been a lot of conversations that go through, you know, people wind up, you know, getting burnt out or, or having to move forward. But again, you're doing this for free. Why?
2: Yeah. um, I mean, there is no plan to make uh, picnic Co like an evil corporation that you know manufactures picnics. I can promise you that. Um, ultimately, it just runs on uh, like the Ten principles of Burning Man, really, and that's a big guide to me in terms of a lot of the things that I do um and just encouraging the creation of the community that you want to see right so like i moved to new haven uh basically almost a year ago as of like next month um and uh to go back to my past right i mean when i was when i was pretty young i found uh, other events that were like this in new york city and i had never been exposed to them before and i think that they were a major part of my growth and as my, uh, like me coming into my own being. These sorts of events were like, last year when I went to one, it was called uh, the Idiot Rod in New York. And it's a shopping cart race. Um, and my team and I, we decided to dress up like cheese wizards. So we got a shopping cart and we dressed it up like a giant block of cheese, like a triangular block of Gouda. Um, and we decided that because it was sort of magic themed, we turned it into a mimic. So we made it have adjustable jaws that would open and close. And we were running with this giant yellow block of fake cheese made of like cardboard paint and duct tape um, with an opening and closing mouth, all dressed in wizard robes and cheese hats through New York City um, and interacting with all these other teams. There was one group that made a Mad Max themed cart that they actually had someone, they built a platform around a shopping cart that moved and they had someone hooked into it from the back playing an electric guitar with functioning speakers on the side oh, um, and that's the kind of thing that like I think that creating that space for people is its own reward and being able to engage with that space is something that really changes you as a person really like encourages you to find the ways that you can make yourself like into the most creative version of yourself. Um, and I really love that. I think that's, that's a fantastic gift that you can give to yourself and give to your community. Hmm.
0: That was, that was, that was beautiful. I mean, that was, yeah, that, that was powerful. That was like super powerful. Um, now this is going to be the first annual, obviously. Um, how has it been trying to say, find a location and figure out all those wonderful little details? Because you know, as much as we would love to just pop up somewhere and and then disappear, um, that's not really functional. Uh, and sometimes it is not better to ask for forgiveness than permission. And you have to like, jump through some hoops. Um, what has that experience been like?
2: Yes. I mean, I'm really fortunate to be working with a great team. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you to our other judge, Brian. Um, and we've really been collaborating on figuring out, okay, what's the best spot for this? Um, Obviously I'm new to the area. So uh, for me, it's been kind of like relying on you guys who are a little bit more uh, well-versed in what's good around here um, to figure out where we should be doing this. Um, And then just going with, based off my experience with previous events like this, what fits our needs? Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously the location is secret, Um, we want this to be really an event that encourages participation because once you've got spectators coming in there who you know are just going to see what's going on then that creates a really big burden for the people who are participating to kind of cater to a community for free that isn't really doing anything back Um, Mm -hmm. so uh, really I mean when it comes to location like it's relying on the other judges it's figuring out okay where do we have that Uh, allows us to potentially have people who are going to be cooking, um, maybe has picnic tables if possible so that if teams want to have those, they can. Um, Has bathrooms ideally so that people's like physical needs are taken care of um, and that won't be disruptive to local community. And of Mm -hmm. course, also uh, leave no trace is one of those 10 principles I was talking about that's really important. So we want to make sure that everyone who's participating in this also knows that this is a leave no trace event you come in there and then when you leave it should be as if you were never there um so leaving matter out of place leaving moop leaving trash um that is you know super frowned upon and of course subtasks judges to enforce that mm.
0: no definitely and that that's it's it's super important and also when you're making it more of that secret location, you know, those that participate will be able to go. Um, it's going to be a little bit easier to control, especially the, the trash aspect of it, you know, because you know where all these people are, you know who they are, um, you have their names, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But on, to- on, on top of all that, I-, I love the fact that it is, it-, it is a performance piece, but it's a performance piece that all of the performers are taking part of. Um, it- it's something that-, that to me gives, um, complete and total throwback to, uh, you know, the ridiculous theater uh, of the early like uh, 50s, 60s of of New York City, um, which all those who know me understand that that's a big part of my life. Um, But on top of that, you know, as you are going and you are continuing to to reach out and and move forward, um, you know, what are you looking forward? Like, let's give a little bit because there's a couple of people that are going to be listening right now. that are going to be participating. You're a judge here. What are you going to be looking for? Let, let, let's, get, let's give them a little bit of a cheat thing, you know, just like a little little Easter egg. Like, how
2: can they impress you as a gym? That's, that's a great question. Um, for me personally, I think that I would really love to see teams come out with a real dedication to theme. Um, so for example, when I was a part of this picnic in New York City, um, my team was uh, the dads. We were called the Paternal Picnic. Um, Mm -hmm. and we basically, uh, came in there all with fake mustaches, matching plaid shirts, cooking aprons around our waists. Um, and we had, uh, like, it was also New York city picnicking. It is done in the wintertime. So there is snow on the ground. So we came in there first off, it's freezing all of us in 10 layers of Under Armour, um, with a big square of AstroTurf. That was our picnic blanket um because you know it's a a dad's barbecue right um so we had our big thing of astroturf we had a barbecue grill set up on it had everyone flipping burgers at a time um had big thermoses full of hot tea for you know everybody um and then we would walk around telling people we were proud of them we would just like walk up to someone be like hey i'm proud of you son um and we decided that for our game we would have um a dad joke competition so everything's on theme right yeah. um and so we were grilling burgers people at the end of it i'm walking around collecting people for our dad joke competition um and just bring them in and at the end we had like a big circle of people we had a representative from every other team giving out their worst possible dad jokes and we had our own trophy outside of the trophies that were being awarded for the picnic winners um that we gave out to the dad joke competition winner um and it was a great time it was so much fun um other examples of picnics that i've seen uh last year someone did a gnome picnic so they had like all these like foods they were all dressed as garden gnomes um someone made a functioning ski slope uh in their park so i'm not necessarily expecting that i mean that would be great if someone went all that way but, um, you know, they they built an actual... We don't need to get lumber involved. I'm not saying this is necessity, but they built a functioning ski slope with skis and people would just ski down it and that was their picnic game. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other teams, I've seen, like, someone made a turducken one year. Their uh, theme was Cthulhu. Um, so they made, like, a turducken. And I can send you a photo of this, uh, but it it was a masterpiece. It was a turkey with duck legs so it just like looked really creepy and there was a there was and a chicken. squid coming out of like the yes a squid was, yeah so it wasn't a turduck in like tur- turkey duck chicken it was yes, turducken as in turkey duck cracking um oh. and so they had a squid coming out of the uh the bottom of this uh turkey and it was all fully cooked it was all delicious it looked like some sort of nightmare um and their team Cthulhu Lemon um, oh, was wow. cthulhu <laughs> Lu- themed lululemon which i think i've heard like lululemon is its own kind of cult so it really matches yeah well yeah. yeah and so they all wore lululemon plus some sort of like crazy eldritch accu- accoutrement um and did yoga and that was their game their game was yoga <laughs> their theme was cthulhu lemon and their food was a turducken um so you know that kind of thing that sort of thematic consistency and real dedication to it that's dedication all right Mm-hmm. I, I hope I hope people are taking notes right now because yeah, this that this is
0: amazing. Um, I, I, I did not even think any of this stuff was possible. You know, I
2: expected to see a couple of people in a couple of bear costumes and calling it, it a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm hoping we. If you're planning on making a cocaine bear uh, team, uh, maybe <laughs> don't go too dedicated to that. Um, we don't want to get anyone mauled or arrested, but. Uh, otherwise
1: there are boundaries <laughs> to this we understand
2: we definitely do understand yeah but, yeah uh, don't do anything that'll get everyone else arrested but yeah, otherwise we, work for anyone in the hospital but otherwise it's all fair game
1: that definitely We don't want to kill anyone's yeah. joy we under we, we we definitely understand that um i'm a little bit lost for words easy on that <laughs> for you. Oh no, I think this, this, this is, this right. is home to me.
0: This is, this is, is absolute, Okay. Yeah. This okay. is home to me because at the end of the day to yeah. be so outwardly just insane and in the moment itself and, and to not care, like to truly not to worry about any type of societal norm and completely throw it out the window. Um, that is, is, is the truest of freedoms. Um, and that is one of the reasons why, you know, One, you're on the show right now, so we can talk about it. And two, why I do feel that it is so important, especially in New Haven right now. You know, as we are a, you know, we are a city starting to struggle with its own identity. Moving forward, we have a lot of industrial stuff that's going on. Some of the art stuff is disappearing, but then it's coming back through. Um, I really do feel that that this is so super important. And I'm telling every single creative that's listening right now, because we, you know, all of them listen to the show. Um, Every single creative needs to just 100% um, apply for this, jump on this, and have a great time through this. Let's continue to, to have this go on. Um, let's, you know, make make some weird epic stories that, that can happen that might be truly nonsense, but sometimes living in nonsense is beautiful. Now, <laughs> see, I, now, now that I'm off my little soapbox there for a moment, um, Martin, as as you know, you continue to, to, to push forward through this aspect and, and everything. What was one of the biggest struggles that uh, you had uh, trying to launch this thing? Because again, it being the normal year, um, there's always those first little hiccups.
2: Yeah, I mean, really marketing everything and getting the team together was the toughest part. I mean, as you know, like, we had a few people who were interested in judging, but couldn't really make the commitment. Um, so, you know, running through whoever is able to judge. Um, and then also just getting the word out because this is this really is like something that there isn't necessarily a community there is no base for this yet um and Mm -hmm. so reaching out to the existing like sort of community organizations like East Rock House uh was super helpful in marketing this um going out talking to people finding like just really drumming up anticipation and trying to make people understand what this is um I think has been you know the most challenging part but Fortunately, we have you know community leaders like you guys who are really gung ho about helping it, and that's that's what we need.
1: On WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made E Z Blues, is in the building. We got Martin Menduke on Behind the Brand. Did I say that right? Yes. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> it's, it, it's smooth, smooth like a river on WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM, New Haven. These blues continue. <laughs>
0: no, it, it's it's so important to make sure that you know you have those heralds that can go out there and and you know shout it out to the different different communities and you know with a lot of incredible stuff that has happened through New Haven um, through like uh, Village Idiot and and you know. Um, Bill Saunders doing the rock lottery and all that kind of stuff. There, There is these incredible moments that happen. So I'm really hoping um, the incredible Brian Embers uh, is, is gonna uh, hopefully be there because I think it'll be an incredible aspect for him. I'll probably go harass him on Tuesday at his uh, poetry open mic <laughs> um, to make sure that he comes through. Um, is there anyone that you know of that you're really looking forward to meeting or seeing at this uh, picnic?
2: Event. um i mean i you know wouldn't say that outside of you know my current friends i wouldn't say that i know of too many of the like big names in the community um mm-hmm. i did actually learn about village idiot this monday and i was like that's a fantastic that sounds hilarious and fantastic like i want to be a part of that um although from what i understand that's not happening anymore right that was more of a 90s thing uh that that was it, it no longer the, the thing that stays over with village idiot um,
0: it actually, and it started out actually, um, an anti arts and ideas, uh, festival. And, and we're not going to get into that type of thing. Oh, there, that's Bill Saunders platform. And he, he, he speaks of it very, very often. And I'm not going to take any of his thunder away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, what does still happen is in September, October, they do the rock lottery where they grab all the musicians that that can sign up for it. They put your name in a hat. They pull out the names. They create bands, and you have different, uh, pro, you know, different projects you have to do and different tasks you have to accomplish in like a three or four week period of time. Um, and then if you can make it to the second round, stuff gets even more complicated. Um, and it's just an all around fun time. Phenomenal things have happened from there. Bands have been made, friendships have been founded, and um, also rivalries, which are awesome. You know, the rivalries are incredible. Um, but uh i've actually made up some of my, my most incredible uh friends from the rock lottery uh, whether it be l or bill himself and even Shane penguin was was kind of formed through the rock lottery so it, it winds up being a, an incredible blessing and I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of the same people um you know i actually have been posting about the event um in the rock lottery spots you know challenging everyone to come through so hopefully they'll come through um That's one of the reasons why I really, really did, you know, want to align myself with this as quick as possible, because I do feel it can it can reach out to the the the, the artists that aren't musically bound, Um, you know, and there are incredible ones out here. Um, You know, we've had a bunch of them on on the show and they're all now completely escaping my brain. Um, But uh, as we move forward, you know, have you I, I know you're still new in into the area um but have you been able to reach out to any of the you know past your friend circle um you know in doing your research and stuff like that have there been communities that you want to reach out to we can we can reach out to them right now on this wonderful show yeah
2: yeah i would love to reach out to all the communities i mean like i i know a few people who work for you know different arts organizations around the city who have been also really helpful in just sort of spreading the word around um mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean i there is no holds bar here. If you have a good idea, if you're enthusiastic and you want to contribute to this event and you want to get some friends together and do it, then go and do it. Like you you are welcome, we want you. Um, yeah. And I, I will say,
0: I hope you have a couple of bad ideas. I really do. I, I hope there are some, some horribly like, and I hope some of them are completely thrown together and just like spur of the moment. You just found out about this two days ago. And now now and I cause those are the ones, those are the, the true heart, heartbreak stories for me. Um, but I also know that those are the ones that are gonna get a taste of it and they're gonna wanna come back next year. And now yeah, they, yeah. now they have 365 days to plan and that next one is gonna be ridiculous. Um, and that's really what I the, the fire that that burns in me is is for those people that are like, oh, this just sounds like fun, and then they're gonna taste it and it's just it's gonna oh, yeah. be with them forever.
2: Yeah, don't let, don't let a lack of time for planning like hold you back here. I mean, I, one year I couldn't get a team together and I didn't have any time. Um, and so basically this was again, New York City, a friend of mine and I, we just went as the two of us and we dressed up like tourists. Um, And so this was in New York. We had, and again, also like early March, freezing cold outside. Um, We had uh, Hawaiian shirts on and shorts and some sunscreen on our noses. And we got those like big obnoxious Statue of Liberty foam crowns. Um, we walked around telling everyone that like how excited we were to be in the Big Apple for the first time, um, pouring people drinks out of the big thermos we were carrying on us. Um, and we gave out Statue of Liberty keychains um, to people as like gifts for the picnics we really liked. And we still, you know, even though we didn't have a big stationary picnic uh that we could like engage with people at, we just wandered around and we like sort of played up these characters, right? We kind of like role-played um these like tourists and we just talk to people, we engaged in their games. Um so in the end, it's all about that participatory element. Even if you don't have the time to hit all the stops, like do your best and if anything, come back next year and I promise we'll have, we'll have a few participation trophies for you. So you know it's fine. Oh,
0: <laughs> no that that that's absolutely awesome and you know and again I, I i'll challenge every single person to go out there and just just be weird just give give us an hour give us an hour of your time to be as weird as possible and you will come away from this event just feeling so much better um and a little bit of your soul will be healed it'll be it'll be fantastic it'd be like sunday but it's happening on a saturday um now i <clears throat> pardon my friend um as you are going to move forward and, and different aspects there, um, do you look at this as going to be a floating event, or you know the first time you lock down a location is that the location from now on and, and so forth and so on?
2: Yeah, I mean I don't want to make any sort of promises for the future um, because who knows. Um, but I am not tied to any specific location. Um, I'm not tied to really anything with this event like a specific date either. Um, so like. It's open to you know we'll see how the Community feels maybe we'll send out a feedback survey afterwards, maybe we'll just see what the vibe is like when we're there, Um, and you know this won't necessarily be the only event that we do all year so we'll see what other ideas, uh, the group comes up with. (laughs) Really that's that's
0: awesome to hear that because again anytime we have an opportunity to be weird i'm definitely going to be there with uh, all things and, and trying to push people to take that step outside as far as they can go um now was there this obviously you've been a burning man and, and those those type of events have changed and altered you and, and you know put you on this path but kind of growing up, were you always kind of somewhat artsy and creative and, and enjoying the weird? Or did, was this something that, like, some people, they found in college?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, yeah, I was always artsy growing up. Um, not necessarily from, like, a family that would, like, go out to these sorts of events themselves. But, you know, I uh, I always took art classes. I was always interested in, like, film and anything that was weird. Um, I loved the Adams family as a kid. Like, I would, like, find episodes on, you know, Google and, like, old reruns. Um, and i just found this and like when i was like 17 i found similar events to this and i was like yeah this is what i want to be doing for you know my hobbies for however long Mm. nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that at all
1: um you you went to paris how was that and how did it help you as a creative paris i see a photo of you in paris it's crazy
2: oh wait are you looking at like my old facebook profile oh wow that's That's, that's, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just, like, from when I was, uh, when I finished college, my friend and I decided to go backpacking, so I, like, basically spent all the money that I had saved up um, on a trip to um, Amsterdam, then Paris, then Ukraine, um, and then back to Amsterdam, Um, and that was definitely an excellent time. Um, I would not say that I spent, like, a prolonged period of time there, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, just traveling in general um, is not something I do often enough. But I think that any chance that you get to experience a culture that's different than your own and be in a place that's different from the one that you're comfortable in um, is something that is really important um, because it really just helps you grow as a person.
1: Now I think uh, now through this whole entire interview, I think you've done that. Um what you do with the picnics. Um, is New Avon the final spot or do you plan on doing this to other cities within the country?
2: Um, I guess that's to be determined. I okay. used to live in Philadelphia before this in New Jersey before that um, right. and if I wind up moving out uh, to another city, then mm-hmm. I might want to create a group that's like this there and I want to I would hope that whatever effect I've had here and whatever group I've made here or helped to, form here um with continue. Uh but you know the the question of what the future holds, I think is pretty ambiguous. We'll get to it when when we get to it. So you pretty much just want as
1: the takes you. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Easy. Go right well, ahead. I right.
0: obviously, you know, we, we we always want to know about the future because everyone wants that spoiler alert stuff. Um, but now let's get back a little bit to the competition aspect of it. Let's give a couple more nuggets out there. Um, what do you consider a like what people should bring. What is the the full aspect of, of what a picnic entails? You know, is there a blanket? Is there a table? Like, what what is the interpretation?
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's a good question. I think that a picnic is just a gathering of people um, outside with their friends, um, and then the competitive element comes in with right that theme that I was talking about before with a picnic food, a picnic game. And with a focus on uh, how are these things that we are bringing with us going to not only engage us, but engage the other participants are interested in spending time with us and spending time here at our picnic. Um, it's kind of like this experiment in both hospitality and traveling. This kind of mm-hmm. you know radical self-expression um, is a term that we use. And like, uh, I interpret that as, not only hey, be yourself, be the truest version of yourself, be the most creative and biggest version of yourself, but also express your needs. Go out and talk to people and say, hey, I'm interested in this thing. This piqued my like, pique my fascination, and now I want to engage with it and uh, ask questions about their techniques and see, you know, how you can participate in their stuff. And then like, it's all about that balancing of energy from the picnic that you bring um and your uh like engagement and your uh like discussions with the picnics that everyone else brings and in the end the real picnics are the friends we made along the way oh
0: that's a wonderful little I also love how how you did that and for the people that are just listening as you said that you know he kind of leaned back on on his arm and and, and shook his head aspect. It was like, perfect. like I wanted to see the the more you know thing come from like CBS. Yeah. Um, <laughs> perfect. Well, well done. Well done. Um. So that's really what what it's about is is the building of of communities. And, and you know, it's so super important. You know, we kind of get into that that locked in aspect that we only walk this wor- world alone. Um. And it's it gets terrifying. So when you have the opportunity to you know, reach out to other people and to fully engage with them. And also to do it where there are no rules, you know, um, where it is that aspect. Um, yeah, is, that is one of the big, that yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what, that's, yeah, that's what I wanted
2: you to do. <laughs> yeah. So there's this idea of like default world, right? Where mm-hmm. we kind of felt like, I'm, I'm wearing like a plaid dress shirt. This is not how you would see me dressed at the picnic or on a right. general day. But it's because i'm in my sort of like default world form right and we build these rules for ourselves that you know we need to operate in a society but at the same time society is massive it's kind of like it's appealing almost to like this sort of idea of like a lowest common denominator right you have like a massive group of people and you have to make sure that like everyone is as satisfied as possible or if not satisfied then like functioning basically to support some sort of goal Um, And, you know, this is kind of a break from that, right? It's a break from this default world of these like rules that you fall into and these rules that you fall into without even realizing it. And they Mm -hmm. become comfortable with, even if you're not comfortable in the situation, just because that's what you need to do to survive. Um, And so this is a opportunity to basically say, this is what I want to do. Maybe not forever, but for like this moment that is going to be a crazy thing and it's just me running with an idea that I had. Um, and then it's it's a break from default world. It's a chance to remove that armor that you put up around yourself and around what you can do. And an opportunity to basically say, hey, this is a wacky fun joke that I made for like five seconds. Let's make a five person team out of it and serve food and play games. It's all around like this random concept.
0: I, I love that, that you stated as as default world, as per the, the world in which we have to play within to, you know, have the food and have the house and, you know, have the shelter. Um, it is so super important to have moments where we can blow off that steam and shake off those type of things, because if not, um, what really, why do we get up, you know? To do the same thing over and over again, to live the Groundhog Day moment. Even Bill Murray got frustrated and had to leave that. Um, just, just being real. But uh, as you are going th- forward with this, um, are there any type of fears that you have? You know, again, this being the first year, you know, doing it in a brand new city. What do you, you know? What What are your fears?
2: Tell us. Yeah. Sure. Um. I mean, running an event like this, there's always those fears, right? Of like you know, I don't know what I'm more afraid of, but like nobody shows up or that everybody shows up and they just have like normal picnics where they just like have a pizza and a blanket and everyone's just like in t-shirts and jeans. Um, And I think that, you know, I've been really fortunate seeing kind of people's submissions for this picnic um, and talking to the hosts of other picnics in New York City, right, this group Shadow Traffic, which I really admire. And like, the The leaders of that group are people who are really amazing. They they host fantastic events. They're really fascinating people. Um, and talking to them too about their past experiences and that's been really helpful in terms of you know kind of getting over those fears and sort of submitting to the universe and saying hey whatever happens is going to happen. But I've done my part in creating this sort of space for a community and for people to express themselves and to take a break from default world and have a chance to set their own rules for their own kind of tiny experience. Um, I think that's, that's all we can do. That's awesome.
0: Uh, that, that, that's absolutely uh, awesome. Um, are there any particular foods you want people to stay away from? Like, again, go back to like teaching these guys how to cheat. Is there anything like, Hey, maybe no anchovies. I don't know. I saw something, you know, I think you already
1: answered that question with the squid. I think everything's fair game. I think everything's fair game. As long as it's edible and it doesn't hurt anybody, I think anything is fair game. I don't think there's any limits to this. I think this question was answered. And I think it's fun and as long as you don't hurt nobody and enjoy yourselves and by what I'm getting throughout this whole entire show is just... There's no limits into being yourself. There's there's a lot of levels, but there's no limits to this. So you guys are doing great. You really are. (laughs) Like with the whole squid thing, brother. I think (laughs) that question was answered. I'm just restating this. That that, that's it. That's all I gotta (laughs) say. (laughs) <laughs> on WNHH, LP 103.5, FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, who, who I just broke. His name is EZ Blues Building. <sighs> Martin Menduke is with us on Behind the Brand. Easy. Are you back to your train of mind? Can you go on? Oh, yeah.
0: That was, that was great. I appreciate okay. that so I'm done, much. I'm, I'm just um, saying. Go right ahead. Bro. Yeah. No, that, that that That's awesome. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, the, the interview's starting to, to wind down a little bit, so we're just going to bullet points, some, some points for for the people that that are looking to sign up and, um, go out there, have as much fun as humanly possible, you know, again, find, find a theme, work the theme, um, live the theme, but also engage with the other, you know, picnics that are out there. This is, this is not just, you know, a singular game. This is, you know, playing the entire field. Uh, I think it is some of the best advice that I've picked up from, from this interview in particular. Is there any more like golden advice you want to le- leave? And do you want to go over those 10 principles of Burning Man that this is really based off of?
2: Yeah, um, you actually did raise a very good point with the food comment uh, on la- last question. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if you have something that's like potential allergens, maybe try to like label your stuff, whatever you're bringing, just to make sure go. that people don't die. Uh, Cause right. that would be unfortunate. <laughs> um, so speaking of you know that, we can get into kind of the 10 principles, which is I just mentioned civic responsibility, right? Mm. When you mm-hmm. bring something to a space, it's your responsibility to make sure that the people around you are aware of the potential consequences of ingesting whatever you give them, yeah. um, make sure that everything is labeled, make sure that you know everything is just being done responsibly. Do you have a system set up to take care of people. Um, and when it comes to taking care of people, right? communal effort, it's ultimately, this is an event that we all, get together to make. And so everyone has a place in creating it. Um, and it relies on everyone working together to make the space. Um, so that's not just in terms of, you know, bring your picnic, but also just taking care of each other, right? You see someone who maybe the temperature drops and they don't have a cold and they're shivering, they don't have a coat and they're shivering. Um, then you, you have an extra scarf, give them that scarf, right? You at least borrow. Um, it also goes into this idea of like self-reliance, right? You don't want to be that guy who is stuck in the cold without a coat if you can manage not to be right. So try to bring enough to take care of yourself. And if you can bring enough to take care of others, then that's totally encouraged. Do it. Um, and then if we're like going through the list, let's see, that's four, um, just going off each other. Um, Mm -hmm. then also participation, right? This is an event that you want other people to come and participate in your picnic. You want other people to play your games, eat your food, and you want to try everyone else's. Um, I think that in society today, or in general, we have this idea of like we don't want to, you know, be a burden on other people, or we don't want to like disrupt their day. Um, and so there's always a fear of like asking, right? Mm-hmm. But in an event like this, you want to ask. You want to be a part of it, and you want other people to ask you to like play your games, and eat your food um and so don't be afraid to ask others to do the same mm-hmm. um and on that note like there's the principle of immediacy right so like when you want to do it do it like as long as you don't have anything else to be responsible for like take the chance to ask the question go play the game go eat the food like you don't know if it's going to be there in a few minutes right um so you want you want to do the thing um leave no trace again i cannot emphasize this enough uh on that communal effort on that idea that we're all building this together. We want to make sure to keep our spaces clean. We want to be respectful of our neighbors. We want to be respectful of the park that we do this in. Um, so make sure to just bring your own trash bags, pack up whatever you bring with you, take it back with you. We don't want to like overload the dumpsters either. Um, I know that we've been parts of events in New York City uh, where there have been complaints in the past about like, you know, you get a hundred people together doing something like this and they all, you know, wrap up their trash and put in like a nearby trash can, that's ultimately going to like overload the system that you have to take care of everything. Like in my, my day job, I'm an engineer, I know how important it is to try to keep those systems like clear and try to work within the boundaries of them. So try to bring your trash home with you if you can, you know, throw it out in like a dumpster, try to space it out. Um, let's see, We have we have three more to get through if I remember them correctly, uh, radical inclusion, right. Don't exclude anybody. Don't be that guy. Mm -hmm. Who's like, Hey, you're part of this team. Uh, we're not going to bring you into our picnic. Right. It's all about Mm -hmm. giving everyone the experience you want to have. Um, and including every group of people that you can, um, Mm -hmm. and also radical self-expression, express yourself, right? Like this, this event is for you to be the, weirdest most fun most outlandish most you version of you um so express yourself express your needs express what you want and express what you want to be yeah, um definitely and now we're at 10 and we're at nine mm-hmm. i i always like there's always that moment where, like there's one left over right um, gifting gifting is Ooh, the last one you. um and i think that's kind of like a given right uh you have this picnic food right you want to gift it out to people um ultimately gifting is not exchange it is not bartering you are Mm -hmm. creating a space and you want to have an effect on people and you want to give you want to give them this experience you want to give them this experience and maybe you want to give them something to remember it by like usually when I'm at an event I have stickers to gift out to people and I also make a small number of kaleidoscopes I give out to people too Hmm. um and so like give these gifts to people because you never know what to you is like a tiny trinket that you like took two, two seconds to make and Ooh. someone else that's going to be like a cherished memory and a link to a cherished memory that they're going to keep on their mantelpiece for years to come. Um, You want to have that effect on people if you can. It's something that's really special and you don't want to, you know, require them to give you something in return. Um, a Ooh. gift is really special to get. And a gift is sometimes something that's really difficult to receive, but you know, it's, it's something that, again, it's really special and something that we all need Wow.
0: Well, unfortunately, they're uh, gifting us with the Apollo curtain right now. And they're they're starting to to, to close up close up the show. Uh, At this point in time, man, though, we want to give this 100% to you. Um, Tell people how they can sign up. um, Tell people how they can get in contact. Tell people how they can invest their time and their artistic uh, love into this amazing, as I like to call picnic off, but competitive picnicking, but
2: picnic (laughs) off just sounds fun to me. Yeah, yeah, picnic off that works. That's fine. Um, So (laughs) In terms of contact, um, I don't think we really set up any sort of like website or email for the group yet. Um, I think that there's kind of like that's coming, um, but that's not there yet um, for signing up. Uh, Dustin, can I send you the link and just have you post it on like the radio webpage or the page for this? Uh, I'll
0: I'll post it in the comments when this when this plays, uh, you know. Awesome. So it'll be in in the comment section of this, and then when I share it, I'll I'll post it along with that too. So we also help that hope that you would uh, as you share it as well. Uh, would would put that on there as well.
2: Great so yeah I mean we have a link to a Google form Um, that's basically how you sign up by signing up too, you're giving us your email so we can kind of contact you with more information Um, the uh, again location is going to be secret we're going to be announcing it soon Um, but that way you can yeah exactly Um, so uh, yeah, that's basically all the information you need. And uh, after the event, or coming up to the event, we'll announce you know whether more convenient ways are to contact us and wherever we've got that's more stable in terms of communication.
0: That's awesome. Well, we we appreciate everything and, and thank you so much. Now, for those that are about to do you know have this idea of creating you know uh, this next interesting event, what last piece of advice would you give them?
2: Yeah, um just do it. Like start working on it. I mean, when when I started making, I mean, I, I know it sounds like a like a clip from a Shia LaBeouf video. Um, but um no, I mean like when I started working on this, I was thinking about like, hey, I probably need like people to help me and like where are all the logistics? And there is this um planning and creating are two different processes and Mm -hmm. you don't need to do them at the same time. And sometimes doing at the same time can, you know, be counterintuitive and can create more harm than good. Um, sometimes you just have to create the groundwork first and you can plan afterwards. So make the events, figure out what your rules are, start sharing it with people and then start piling on, You know the judges and figuring out the logistics of it afterwards that's also kind of the benefit of the secret location idea right is that if if one park doesn't work out then we can go to another one and it doesn't require everyone else changing their plans um Mm. so don't be afraid to reach out to people to get help um and don't be afraid to just kind of like jump in and figure out some logistics after the fact
0: i love the field of dream thing you got going on there (laughs) if you build it they will come yeah, And they, they will be there on, on the 22nd for, for this amazingness that, that is happening. Thank you so much for, for sharing your story with us. Thank you so much for um, pushing the community to be creative. And uh,
1: Pete, you got anything to say before we uh, throw it throw it on out? Martin, thank you so much for being a part of the show on WNHHLP 103.5 FN New Haven. Myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, E Z blues.
2: Wondering what to
0: write about, trying to figure out what it's all about, existentialist, am I worth anything or just a scout?
2: I don't know, I don't know.